Good morning. Oh, give thanks with me for the Lord is good. As we think about our Lord, casting all our cares upon him, William O. Cushing, he wrote the song entitled Under His Wings. And he said, under his wings, I'm safely abiding. Though the night deepen and tempests are wild, still I can trust them. I know he will keep me. He has redeemed me and I am his child. Under his wings, under his wings, who from his love can sever. Under his wings, my soul shall abide, safely abide forever. Regardless to what would happen to us, we are safe under the wings of our Lord and Savior. Speaking a little bit about sickness this morning, encouraging those who may not be well to just keep trusting the Lord. Hold on, God hasn't forgotten you. There is something else that I wish to share with you and build upon what I was sharing with you morning after morning. And that is, is it correct to say Christians do not get sick? Is it correct? The answer to that, it is not correct. Christians do get sick. They do get sick. It's not correct to say that Christians do not get sick. It is correct to say that Christians do get sick. I have said over and repeated times, as long as we are in these bodies of flesh, chances are we will get sick. As I study the scripture, men, women, boys, and girls do get sick. Some people, when they are sick, go immediately to the doctor. Some wait a while before seeing a doctor. What should be done when one gets sick? When one is sick, one should pray. Talk to the greatest physician that you could ever come in contact with. His name is Jesus. In James chapter 5, verse 13, the scripture said, is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. You see, when you are merry, you should sing. Likewise, when one is afflicted, one should pray. One should talk to the Lord about his or her sickness. Now, after you have prayed and you are still sick, you, the sick person, need to do something. What is that? Pick up the phone and call for the elders of the church. In James chapter 5 and verse number 14, the scripture said, Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Anybody sick? Pick up the phone. Call for the elders of the church and the elders of the church should come pray and anoint the sick. Now, at the receiving of the call, the elders should go and pray over the sick 
and anoint the sick person, trusting the Lord to accomplish his will. I want you to know that calling for the elders does not mean that you must get better. I want you to know that the elders doesn't have any magic or any special healing touch, you may say. But then why should I call for the elders of the church? Because you want to be obedient to the Lord and do what the Lord says that you and I should do and let his will be accomplished. In 1 John chapter 5 and verse 14, the Bible says, and this is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. God answers all prayers according to his will. He is the one who said, is any among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. Pick up the phone and call for the elders of the church. And when the elders of the church receive the call, the scripture said that the elders of the church should pray over you that are sick, anointing you, whether him or her, with oil in the name of the Lord. No special power is in the elder, no special power is in the oil, the power is being in the obedience to the Lord. Just do what God says and then let the rest up to God. I gave you my testimony on when I was sick. My pastor is a living witness that can tell you that I have called for the elders and they came and they prayed. One time we, pastor and I, we prayed all day, he took the time out to come and pray with me all day. Day. We prayed and fasted all day and asked God to intervene. And today I can tell you, God touched me and God raised me up. God answers all prayer according to his will. Now, what if after the elders come and they pray and I still not well? Well, one should see a doctor for medical advice. See a doctor for medical advice. Now notice how I said that. I said the first thing that we need to do is to pray ourselves. And then if we continue to be sick, we need a call for the elders of the church. And if we continue to be sick, then we need to see the doctor. Now I know that many of us, we do it the other way around. We go see the doctor. And after the doctor tells us what he believes is wrong, then we begin to pray. And then when things get worse, we call for the elders of the church. Well, I believe the correct way to do it would be to pray for us, call for the elders after, and then see the doctor. I always took note of the Apostle Paul, and the book of Acts is written by Luke and one must be aware that Luke was a physician and Paul walked with Luke. That's why Luke could say, and when we arrived at such and such a place, he was with them. No one told him the story that he recorded for us in the book of Acts. He was with them and Paul traveled with his physician. There's another question that is often asked. Does God heal every sick person physically? Does he heal every sick person physically? God heals according to his will 
and purpose. Before I explain, let me explain something that is very important. Adam, the first man that was born, he lived for 930 years. In Genesis chapter number 5, verse 5, and the days that Adam lived for 930 years, and notice what the scripture said, and he died. The person who lived the longest was Methuselah. He lived 969 in chapter 5 of Genesis, verse 27. And all the days of Methuselah were 969 years. And notice the last three words, and he died. Abraham, he died at the age of 175. Look how things change. In Genesis 25, verse 7 and 8, and these are the days of the years of Abraham's life, which he lived 103 score and 15, 175 years. Abraham gave up the ghost and died in a good old age, an old man and full of years, and was gathered to his people. If you notice, Moses, he died at the age of 120. You see how high we were? We were up all the way of 969, and now we are down to Moses 120 years. In Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 7, and Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eye was not them, nor his natural force abated. If you go to Joshua, and this, this is something that I paid attention to. Joshua, he died at the age of 100 and 10 years old in Joshua chapter 24 verse 29 and it came to pass after these things that Joshua the son of Nun the servant of the Lord died being 110 years old in the book of Genesis God said 120 is the lifespan in chapter 6 of Genesis and the Lord said my spirit shall not always strive with man for that he also is flesh yet his days shall be 120 years Today, lifespan in the Bible is between 70 and 80 years old. In Psalms chapter 90, verse 10, the days of our years are three score years and ten, and if by reason of strength they be four score years, yet is their strength labor and sorrow, for is sown cut off, and we fly away. Before we get deep down into this, I want you to know that it comes a time that we all will die. If you, if you check the scripture and you would notice all of those that lived way before us, you don't see them skipping. They lived and they died. They lived and they died. Enoch walked with the Lord and he was not. But they lived, Elijah, he was taken up in a chariot. But all the others lived and died. And just like how they lived and died, guess what? The good news is that we too, will die and those of us who know the Lord will go to be with them. So be encouraged as I take the word of God and share with you morning after morning in regards to this matter of sickness. Father, we love you. We praise you. We adore you. We thank you for your word that we can go back to and learn so much from. Have your way with us as we continue to share with those, Lord, who are listening to your word day after day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Do have a great day. And uh, I'll be back next morning to share a little more with you again.